Hi, I am Dmitro Schweitz, your host at the Start Global Insights, where I interview experts from different countries about local business secrets and international expansion experience. When you're expanding to a new foreign market, nobody knows you there. Trust in your brand is low and your understanding of the target audience is limited to research data. You've got two options, invest in building brand awareness and earning trust over time, or leverage the trust already established by local partners, like dealers or distributors. But finding the right partner is just the beginning of a complex journey. To learn how to effectively build and grow your partner networks, I asked the general manager of Cisco Ukraine, Serhii Martinchuk, to share his experience in developing channel sales across multiple countries. Hi, Sergei, and welcome to the show. Hi, Dmitro. Great to meet you. Yeah, nice to see you again. And I have uh, so many questions about that. So uh, I hope that you will share your experience on uh, building the sales channel. I know that this model works quite well in Cisco Ukraine. Uh, could you tell a bit of the story behind? Uh, was that uh, from the first days of Cisco in Ukraine or you invented that and uh, implied um, a bit later? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good question because it is. it was definitely from the first my day in Cisco in Ukraine. It was almost 16 years ago. But definitely it was before. So Cisco is committed to uh to channel sales, to partner models. So so that is that is the model that we are um advocating for the I don't know how many years, definitely like more than twenty-five years for sure. For those who, who doesn't know who are these partners, what is the type of companies that you are dealing with? Yeah, for in our case that's the system integrators, uh, that the companies that are selling uh, IT products, services and uh, all kinds of stuff like this. But I would like to return to your intro because uh, actually case that you describe probably one of the most complicated because uh, if you're entering uh, unknown market and uh, your product is unknown as well, that is that is the most complicated case. In Cisco's case it was a bit easier because uh, Cisco proved to be the leader uh, in US uh, domestic market, and uh, then we proved to be a leader in uh, in Europe, for example, in in some advanced market. And at that time, uh, Ukraine was um, uh, in a region so-called emerging markets. So basically, we were entering emerging markets, having already proven leadership uh, in in uh, in the rest of the world so it was much easier than for example if you have uh, some product and uh, you don't have sub substantial market share in your domestic market and you're trying to go abroad that is that is probably the most the most complicated case yeah yeah sure you got more brand awareness before entering uh, that's why i would like to discuss more how to when you already found these dealers and distributors yeah how, how to set up the work of this channel in the way that it would be most effective yeah because in 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 my uh, consulting practice i see that companies are finding distributor giving them their products and forget about them so it's like your turn now to sell yeah and, and i know that in your case you are investing a lot in uh, your partners and you're dealing with that in a bit different way mm -hmm. Yeah, let me let me try to you know to draw a picture of, uh, of of partner engagement, so to say. So, for example, let's start with with a hard case. So, for example, you have a product, uh, you don't have 
enough presence, uh, not only in the markets that you are entering in, but in your domestic. And uh, you are looking for for a partner to help you with with uh, with entering new market. Basically, in this case, uh, you know you will be trapped with uh, either exclusivity uh, conditions. So because uh, uh, you will try to uh, to rely on on partner in building your own image, your own presence. So basically, they will do everything for you. And uh, uh, from what from what I saw, uh, they immediately can ask you for exclusivity. And uh, this can be a trap because, as you said, uh, they can get it, and they will do nothing. Uh, basically, uh, hoping that you still will be doing something mm-hmm. because that's your product. You you don't have uh, any other option except to do. But they already have this exclusive ticket from you, and they will be relying on this. So in this case. I will tell that uh, that you you need to go with uh, direct sales and at least try to establish yourself on the market. At least try to do something. At least to fill the market. Uh, so then you can choose proper partner because uh, that's that's also can be a mistake, especially if you will uh, fall into exclusivity. Uh, you know, choosing wrong partners that would be. Uh, yeah, crucial mistake for your business. You mean to do this direct sales action is not actually in sake of uh, profit, but more like investigation and uh, intelligence. Yeah. yeah? So to, to yeah. try the market via action and understand the rules of the game uh, through this this uh, yeah. small sales. And your, your first sales, uh, they, would, they would probably look like, uh, not like a sale in general, but more like an interview uh, of customers because you will need to understand more. You will be asking questions. You need to ask a lot of questions. Mm. Uh, how's it, how do they choose? Uh, how do they buy? Why do they buy, etc. So you need to, uh, coming back to, you know, choosing right partners and building uh, the right channel model, uh, key cornerstone in, in the whole this game, that's the value. And, uh, you have several types of values. So first value, that is value of your product for your customer. And that is something that you're like bringing through the channel. So you need to have a partner who will be able to deliver this value to your customer. Uh, But then you can have value from your partner to your customer. And uh, so uh, during this transition, basically partner is wrapping your value in his value or her value. And uh, uh, and this candy is is delivered to 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 the customer, but the uh, you have also a third type of value value from you to partner, and that is uh, um, that is very important to to understand that you have like three types of values and you need to differentiate themselves because value of your product to your customer is not the same as value from you to your partner and usually it is. Uh, it is a common mistake when uh, founders, for example, they are obsessed with their product. They 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 know the mm-hmm. product. They they like the product. They would like to tell everybody about the product, and they are approaching uh, potential partner basically with the same pitch. Mm-hmm. And it can help only to to cover um, like one sm- small part of uh, questions that a partner can have in in, in his mind because. Uh, if they see that your product is good, uh, it can be converted to their value easiness of sales. Mm-hmm. So, for example, they see your product is good. Okay, for me, it will be easier to sell. 
I can spend less time on this. I can spend less resources. I will not need to hire, you know, dedicated team, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That is that is one part. But then uh, they need to understand, you know, how much money they can earn, because, um, for example, you can have um, ten partners, or you can have hundred partners, mm-hmm. and if you have hundred of partners. And uh, those partners are not able to differentiate themselves selling your product. Basically, margin level will be like close to zero. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, you can have hundreds of partners on the paper, but uh, eventually nobody will be selling because uh, there is no value. And your product can be super cool and super good, but they would not be interest, uh, interested in sales because uh, you will not be able you to... you actually created uh, artificial uh, competition for them, yeah? Yeah, and they feel it. They feel it immediately. They will do nothing. Mm-hmm. They will not invest, um, you know, any dollar in into this product because they do not see uh, return on investment. So the, the advice is, when you are f- looking for a partner, you should consider uh, what would be valuable for them. And in fact, you are selling not the product, but you are selling yourself. Yeah. So this is like you are selling the, the package of your services to help them to earn more. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of questions partners can can ask and you need to be ready to answer? So like you can, uh, of course, you can start with your product. So why your product is so good? Uh, what kind of uh, customers they can they can approach? How those customers are, can fit with the, their current um, customers? Because it would be good to have a fit. Otherwise, why do you need this partner? Uh, then what kind of services partner can, can add on top of your product? And... Uh, it is super good if they can add something because if they will be just reselling boxes, uh, you know, margin in this case, uh, even if you will not have hundreds of partners, but you will have three or five, still for them it will be very hard to keep the margin because eventually they will be competing with the price, and uh, mm-hmm. and it would be much better if they can compete with the service uh, they can put on top of your product. So, for example, in Cisco's case, uh, yes, we are selling products. But uh, in order to deliver the project to customer, you need to add implementation services. You need to add some third-party products, third-party services. And it is becoming quite complicated. Uh, usually, it is becoming quite complicated projects. You cannot uh, dissolve it into several pieces uh, just to uh, easily to compare piece by piece and to, to choose, like, I will buy uh, Cisco from, from one partner, but implementation service from another because it's, it is their bundle. And uh, in this case, for partners, it's uh, much easier to to secure their margin and um, their their investment. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So uh, it, it is like they are using your product as a Lego part for their product. Yeah. So they are yeah. compiling uh, from different pieces their their value to the customer that they are serving to. Yeah, that is that is super nice case. Mm-hmm. If they can do this, most likely they will be uh, loyal to you and. Uh, your channel will be strong and successful. Um, two more questions. One is that should you proceed with direct sales if you already chosen the partner? And the second is that you are new to market. Yeah? How to understand uh, whom to choose? What would be the right partner for you in this case? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good question. So with regards to the mm, direct sales, if you're already building channel uh, and uh, partner sales model, it is... Um, very risky to have uh, your direct sales and just because you you are kind of competing with your partners in this case 
And the mm-hmm. partners, of course, they will feel it. They don't like it. Uh, they will not like it uh, at all. And uh, there will be constant tension between you and partners. What we do in Cisco, for example, um, in this regards. So we do not sell direct, but we help partners to sell to their customers and basically to our customers. Especially, mm-hmm. it is very, very much important if uh, if we have some new products, if we have some new business models, if we have something, something you know, breakthrough that needs to be uh, delivered to customer, and um, it can take some time for you to educate all partners on this. Uh, and uh, even educating partners would like to see uh, some traction that uh, this can be accepted by the markets. For example, when Cisco entering some new market with some established markets, and uh, we feel that there will be quite a big competition, we need to help partners to to, to overcome this competition. And uh, it would be very good if we can have some uh, some icebreaker sales. Uh, helped by by our people uh, of course partner mm-hmm. will be in, in place partner will be behind us in this case but they will earn some money they will get experience that they will get the knowledge and they will see that it is possible to sell it and then uh, it will be much easier for them to replicate it and you will be as a as a vendor as a uh, product owner you will be more convinced that they will do this uh, otherwise mm-hmm. uh, you know for partners they will sell what is easier to sell. And uh, if you have a product which is uh, too complicated to sell, most likely uh, they will they will have it on the shelf uh, without investment. So that's why your direct sales, your account managers, uh, they can just help partners to 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 come through the eyes. And uh, in this mm-hmm. case, it is, it is um, super powerful because they, they not only... Um, can can get some money out of it, but they kind of bonded with with your people, and uh, you can you can build some. So you, you you are like building a team that is selling on on the market, yeah, between your people and uh, people of uh, of the partner chosen on the market. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And interesting thing that you said about the um, partner that they will sell, but is easier to sell, and uh, I think that most companies forget that distributor or dealer at the local market has a lot of lines of other products to sell. So it is not only your product in his portfolio, which means that uh, they will sell what is more, much more easier, and more margin, Yeah, what, what is more profitable for them. And uh, if something is more complicated, they will just forget about that. Yeah? So you need to steadily help them to develop the market yeah, and uh, be side by side. Easiness of sale is not only like... Uh... How, how easy it is to sell for a partner account manager. But it is also uh, your marketing. So, for example, if you have partner model, you, you still need to invest in marketing, in brand, in brand awareness, because it will be helping partners to, 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 to sell more. They will see that you are behind, you are pushing, you are helping, you are uh, educating. Uh, this is definitely needed, because if you will just give them a product and that's it, most likely, you know, their enthusiasm will will uh, will come to the end uh, sooner, mm. sooner or later. So you need to be uh, close to them, especially if market is competitive, because uh, and it's very hard to find uh, non-competitive market right now. But 
Yeah, and actually, if you're choosing the market, uh, it means that uh, there is a high demand. Yeah, so this is like focus market, and then it should be competitive. So somebody is already selling there. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why you need to help. So basically, channel and partners. Uh, that is your ability to scale. Mm. Because, for example, if you have a lot of money, if you have a lot of resources, just go direct. You can hire your own salespeople, and and that's it. You can forget about any any partners channel. You 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 cannot bother yourself with this. If you have enough time, resources, and you you want to build, uh, you know, scalable um, and sustainable model, then you you can choose go through partners, and, mm-hmm. and you you would like to build not only scalable, sustainable, but um, uh, kind of rational, so not for, <laughs> without spending the whole money of the world, you know, uh, and actually more more flexible, yeah. So you you don't need to. Um, invest in, in people in the local market and uh, it's much more easier to um, change the model or change the, the the situation that you have in the market if you are not if, if you don't have physical presence there uh, heavily yeah absolutely so for example in our case it is very much it is easy to calculate so for example in Ukraine we have several hundreds of partners uh, those partners they have uh, all together uh, like I don't know more than a thousand of account managers. If we would hire those thousand, like paying them even lowest possible salary, it will be definitely quite a big amount uh, every month that need, needs to be spent, and to add on top marketing uh, as well. So that's why it is economic wise, it is uh, it is very cost effective model to scale. Yeah, and plus you are buying not only people, uh, in fact, yeah, so you are buying the years of experience of these partners and uh, the network that they have built uh, yeah. through these years. Yeah, so right. you, you cannot take it uh, and, and buy it, actually. So you need to spend a lot of time to, to build it by yourself. Yeah, exactly. But you need to spend a lot of time just building this value to them. So value from you to partner and uh, value from you to customer uh, that is something that you you will need to spend quite a lot of time, mm. and uh, sometimes it is. Um, for example, if you if you already work in in channel model, those values needs to be you know polished and um, updated because it is uh, usually e- easily forgotten. Like uh, you know, it's like uh, in family life. If you will be, uh, we, we had a joke. If you will be uh, giving a cup of coffee to your wife every every morning. Uh, most likely, uh, after a year, just it will be treated as a as a normal routine. routine yeah, but it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it's not a value. So you need to kind of invent something new all the time. Yeah, yeah? because there can be competitor <laughs> uh, who is who is not giving a cup of coffee every morning. But they can have something else. So you need to be constantly aware of what is happening and this, you know, value proposal. What what it consists from. Mm-hmm. Uh, partners should be should be aware of. So, for example, in our case, uh, we have um, uh, we have this thing like, called rebates. Uh, so, for example, if partners are selling something, they can get not only margin but uh, some some amount of money from us for selling some specific products, uh, overachieving some specific targets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, uh, those rebates can be. Uh, falling into into the whole basket, like uh, on a company account, and nobody will be even um, notified that it was like Cisco Cisco rebates, or 
Mm-hmm. You can you can have like people motivated uh, from from achieving those targets. Uh, you know, people will be um, uh, understanding, and uh, they they will know that this is coming from Cisco. They will be more loyal. They will put more resources. You will discuss how those money can be reinvested in Cisco in order to get even more money. So it it is constant job. So in in our case, we have um, dedicated role of partner account manager. So those people who manage relationship with the partners and who are responsible basically for um, making this value, for delivering this value, for keeping this value uh, from from Cisco to partners. So that is, that is mm. quite a job. So you cannot just leave it as it is or uh, do this once and forget about this. It is it like, like relationship between people. Uh, it evolves and you need to be, you need to, keep it under your control yeah and, and it is definitely like a people business people to people business and these personal relationships uh, they influence the outcome of your account <laughs> quite quite a lot it is not only about the product yeah it definitely should invest in that and we have uh, you know in my career in cisco you know 16 16 years uh, you you already have some histories and for example uh, I met I met a partner owner, so that is a guy who owns System Integrator, and uh, he said uh, like Sergey, do you remember how how we met first time? And I said, you know, really no, I don't remember. And he said you were like uh, we were investing a lot into partner education, into you know building these partner teams, and we were uh, spending a lot of time. Um, teaching, educating, and preparing partner account managers, I mean, uh, partner sales reps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing uh, like dedicated trainings for them. We were talking to them. We were helping them to grow, basically. We were uh, we were helping them to not only to understand our products, but uh, to, to increase soft skills, to make it uh, easier for them to sell, to talk to customers. So we were investing a lot. And he was passing some of our trainings uh, in the beginning. So basically, he was like, partner sales rep so just mm. a usual guy who was selling our products and then uh, he believed so much and he you know he became quite a good sales manager and then he decided to start his own business and now it is like very strong partner of ours and uh, you know having this level of relationship having this history of relationship uh, you know it definitely matters and uh, it is very hard for competitors to uh to kick you out out of this because you have you have uh, you know 10 years emotional emotional bonds already yeah, so yeah. this it is not on about the heart heart uh, where it's about the relation between people yeah so it's not only business agenda um though it's very important but it is about personal agenda as well and personal connection and personal relationship it it also matters mm. and sometimes we we ask them to invest in some in some crazy ideas and uh, you need to have huge level of trust, uh, you know, make, making making those things happen because they are relying on your, on, in our case, and on our understanding of the market, on our ideas, and they they do this with you know with closed eyes uh, sometimes, and that is that is super important, and uh, it it makes me you know proud sometimes that we are 
we were able to build such level of relationships that they do something and eventually they get something in return. It's really interesting how you, and it was, I was always amazed by that. So in, in most cases, companies um, are not investing in other companies in, in that large scale. Yeah? So in most cases, the uh, producer, they just want the partner to sell. So everything is connect that is connected with his product, with his marketing is okay, but the general development of business of these companies is not their case. So it's not, not our business. Yeah, so you, you do your business by yourself. And you are actually acting as, a, as, as business consultants. So you are developing yeah. uh, the businesses of your partners in general. And are you not afraid? So what I heard of, from other producers is like, uh, we are afraid that we will teach them how to sell more and they will not sell in us so they will sell the competitor yeah so how it's like the the you know the saying about the people should you should you invest in in uh, learning of your employees yeah and uh, mm -hmm. and there is a saying that uh, what if i will invest and he will leave yeah and uh, the other the answer is that <laughs> what if you would not invest and he will stay <laughs> so uh, how is the situation here was the is it like from the headquarter idea to to go so so much deep into this business development? Oh, um, it it was actually um, uh, of course you know headquarter also you know like uh, likes what what is happening and what we are doing, uh, but I would say um, you know on a scale like we have, and uh, of course you will not be able to do this uh, from the beginning. But for example, right now we act not only as a vendor who is uh, who is developing product and selling product. Sometimes we are acting as a uh, HR partner or more human capital partner because for us uh, channel sales uh, reps that's the human capital that we have and that is super expensive capital. That is uh, probably one of the biggest assets uh, we have on the market. And uh, mm. my goal is. Uh, to have as more as possible uh, great specialists in this eco ecosystem, for example. So uh, if I have partner sales rep who works for one partner and we educated him, we invested in him and he's super great guy. And uh, for some reason, he might decide to leave his current employer. Uh, it might mm -hmm. happen because uh, we cannot uh, we cannot solve all his issues. Like um, he sometimes they want they, they want to grow. Sometimes they want to develop his own or her own business. You know anything can happen. But my goal is to keep him in our ecosystem. So for example, if he he is leaving his current employer, uh, it would be very good if he can be employed by another system integrator who is loyal to Cisco and they can continue selling Cisco in, in, uh, in, in this partner or even kids mm -hmm. employed by another system integrator who is, who was not so much loyal to Cisco and they can inject this loyalty into mm -hmm. partner and we will get even, even more. So that's why, you know, this, if you, uh, if you treat this as a, as a human capital, um, kind of bucket, then you will always be benefiting. The only case that uh, can definitely with, with the war, of course, um, we, we, we've lost some, some shares of some part of this human capital because people moved to 
some people move to other countries, countries mm-hmm. yeah and uh, we cannot use them on 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 Cisco Ukraine behalf uh, but uh, mm-hmm. I believe uh, they can be used uh, by by Cisco I don't know Poland Cisco Germany or whatever yeah from the perspective of the general company it, it is still uh, your people yeah, yeah so yeah. you you're like growing up you you it's it looks like uh, like a university you know in the Uh, when university invests in students and then they grow up and building companies and coming back to university with uh, uh, charity events or reinvesting in, in new education. So it is quite a long-term thinking. So you, you need to to think really for many years ahead and um, yeah, and take these risks uh, Yeah, that, that you, you can teach them how to make business, but they will um, sell not your product using this knowledge yeah that's true and I, i'm always saying to to my people that you making decision you need to understand that you are on the market not for a year not for three you will be here like uh after forever <laughs> okay forever but, uh, but then it helps you to understand the possible impact for example we were we were losing some projects for the sake of keeping partners loyalty mm. sometimes we were losing uh but we were protecting partner investments and uh, of course short term you're losing but your long term you are winning even much more i had the cases when when for example we lost the project uh, with with our partner and we were competing with a company who was who was not cisco partner at that time and they were selling something else and uh they were approaching us wanting to become cisco partner and to win with win this deal and uh, of course we we didn't allow but then they came after and we had very good discussion and they said guys we saw how you were protecting your partners and we would like uh, would like you to do the same with us and basically they became cisco partner and we we've got quite a lot of business with them uh, in the next several years and uh, basically if to compare projects that we lost and projects that we won with them just uh, you know definitely we won much much bigger uh, and that is that is long-term thinking you need to be ready to lose um, coming back to the question how do you how do you choose partners yeah so um, I remember a lot of cases when we are uh, with client meeting the potential distributors at the market and all of them are saying that they are the best and they cover the most regions and they will sell a lot and uh, etc etc uh, but of course without action without this uh, testing you you can only believe the words uh, of, of these partners are there any approaches that you are using uh, by choosing a new partner yeah we have uh, in our case we have quite complicated process of choosing and approving new partners because there are many questions that needs to be uh, need to be answered uh, so for example uh, you know it is very simple question why why we need to have this mm-hmm. why we need to have more partners and then why we need to have this specific partner and for example we might need to have more partners because we have some gaps in our coverage like for example uh, we have a gap in territory coverage or we can have a new product and uh, this product can be quite different from what we were selling before and uh, it requires another level of specialization as another level of knowledge or something like that so you need to understand why you need to have new partner and then Mm -hmm. when you have some candidate you need to understand why you need exactly this candidate and then Mm -hmm. it comes to 
uh, it comes to questions like uh, how many sales uh, people do they have because that's the main asset what kind of customers they 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 are working with and they had experience working with what kind of products they were selling um, uh, are those products were competitive to Cisco or not you know what kind of investment they are committed to to bring because you know it it starts with investment we invest in them they invest in us and uh, it's quite set of set of questions that you need to put into puzzle and then you can come up with the answer that you need to add partner to some some to cover some gap and why this specific partner can be valuable addition because uh, mm-hmm. you always need to understand that it is it increases competition between between your partners and uh, you need to understand that um, while making this decision, you will be able to maintain healthy competition. If it mm-hmm. isn't, you know, system is uh, is is most likely will be uh, close to collapse. Uh, you should you should think twice. And uh, mm-hmm. so you should like balance your ecosystem that you've you've created. Yeah, of course. This uh, care about customer partner landscape it is constant task that needs to be completed and if you have a multi-level channel like in our case distributors and then partners mm-hmm. uh, you can also rely on distributors to some extent because if you have like 300 partners like in our case you will not be able to know each and every partner uh, you will not be able to meet each and every partner like once even a month uh, of course you know your top partners but then for the rest of the partners you can use distributors Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can rely on them. So you have several layers uh, uh, that you are using to transmit the value to the final customer. Yeah. Yeah? So yeah. you need, in this case, then you need to have value for distributor, and then value uh, the distributor transmits your value to the partner, and then the partner to the customer. Yeah, exactly. And then again, the customer, in your case, as this is B two B business, uh, the customer transmits this value to the end user. Yeah, because uh, if you are installing Wi Fi in, in a restaurant, for example, or in cafe, then somebody is uh, dining in this uh, restaurant. He's using Wi Fi and uh, yeah. internet. Yeah, so sh- he should be also satisfied. Yeah, I can I can just briefly tell you uh, like some some pieces of the puzzle of this value. So, for example, when we are selling some product. Uh, of course, uh, there is a value from from uh, Cisco to to end user, but uh, value from Cisco to distributor. It can be like Cisco is delivering product to Ukraine. That's 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 the value. They they don't need to mm-hmm. take care about uh, logistics. They don't need to take care about uh, all the stuff. So we we can help them. Uh, or Cisco is uh, making certifications. We are paying for certification which is needed by by the local uh, regulation or Mm-hmm. We are giving them some credit line, so they don't need to pay in advance. They can pay later, and uh, it can be uh, um, some um, some credit line with uh, with uh, advanced credit line. So they they can pay like uh, I don't know 30, 40, 60 days after. So that's the value from Cisco to distributor. Then there is a value from distributor to to the partner, and it also can be. Like a distributor will be able to deliver your products uh, to, I don't know, Chmielinski, Ternopil, Odessa. Uh, they can also give you some uh, some credit lines. They can also give you some uh, financial support and scheme, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's the 
you know, pieces of the puzzle becoming, uh, this puzzle becoming quite, quite big and complex and you need to understand uh, the whole details. How, how do you manage that? Are you having some kind of workshops, uh, planning the market and uh, describing the landscape? How do you deal with that uh, in such a large scale? Yeah, you, you know, it, it, it takes time. And in our case, uh, of course, it wasn't built like uh, from the day one and, uh, you know, shine and bright from the day one. Uh, so, of course, we have invested uh, like every period of the time we were investing into some some pieces of this puzzle more because uh, we we saw gaps like for example if uh, if customers are buying your products and they are good with it but they don't want to buy from a partner then something wrong and you need to you need to understand what is happening if mm. uh, if partners uh, don't want to work with the distributors and they are like asking can we buy direct something wrong with the distributor and you need to fix it so uh, having having some signals from market, you can understand that uh, something something is wrong, and you need to invest time and dig deeper. Mm-hmm. How do you manage the uh, the sales uh, in this case? So you don't have direct communication with your customers, and you're you're like even even if you would like to plan your sales plan for the next year yeah so you need to know the digits the data and uh, the probability the trends uh, how do you cooperate with your partners with this yeah we call it uh, we have this process called forecast and in cisco you know we are very much obsessed with with this with proper with proper forecasting with uh, uh, understanding you know how much we're gonna get uh, you know Today, tomorrow, this quarter, this 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 fiscal year, etc. And uh, we are trying to to teach partners uh, the same things. So they need to be able to predict their revenue and uh, to help us to 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 get our forecast. So it's not like it is also not a given. And uh, most most partners they they um, they might not have the same culture of <clears throat> forecasting and. Uh, uh, the same culture of uh, tracking the revenue. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why we are trying to educate them and to to help them, and then to ask them to 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 help us. And sometimes um, we can we can use uh, some motivation schemes if, if they are meeting their forecast uh, targets, if they are meeting their uh, sales, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we need to work with this as well. And it is also quite complicated process. So it looks like you're a business school. It's a, <laughs> it's a company that is teaching other companies how to make business. Yeah. So how to plan financial, how to make financial planning, how to um, plan the sales process, how to understand the client, how to market. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah, you're competitor of the business schools, not of the other vendors in in, in Ukraine. Yeah, and the, the only small thing we are asking in return just to sell our products, but not competitors. <laughs> That's it. Which is also interesting that by doing that they earn more, yeah. So by by uh, implementing the knowledge that you have brought to the partners, they can sell more and earn bigger margins and uh, flourish and grow. In addition <laughs> to the university or to the business school, you are acting as a private equity fund as well. <laughs> you are developing companies that they will grow and then attract more investments in that. 
Yeah. Very, very unusual and complicated business approach. But uh, I, I, I assume that's why you are a successful company in the whole world for so many years. Yeah, yeah. And of course, for, for people who will be listening to this, they might say that, of course, like Cisco, they are the biggest one. We will not be able to do what they are doing. But I can tell that, uh, of course, it is uh, it is very complicated to take it as it is and to build it as it is uh, from a scratch. But, but you for sure can take some pieces of, uh, of of this puzzle that I mentioned and you can start from from something so at least from like building your value to your potential partners that will be already a crucial step and believe me uh, I saw a lot of uh, companies who are approaching markets through partners um, you know it's not like everyone is doing uh, what we are doing so that's why if you will be doing at least something, you will be better than those who do nothing. And you need to start to do at least mm. something. And of course, you need to pick up proper time uh, when you need partners, uh, when you need to switch from direct sales to, to partner sales uh, mode. So of course, it is important, but you need to start doing this. You need to start polishing this and um, then you will get, you will get something to, to grow. Let me try to summarize that. This is a very good point for uh, for the, for the companies uh, that are not that big as, as Cisco. Yeah, so it's, it's like easy. You have billions on, of dollars on your accounts. It's easy for you to to say how to build markets. But uh, in fact, uh, even if you are a very small or micro business, yeah, you can um, you can apply the general approach, the general idea, you know, of, of building uh, your channel sales. And let's try to summarize like what what should what steps should they do to to do that um, in a proper way so mi- minimum minimum amount of actions that companies can do when they enter a new market and uh, try to build the sales channel uh, first understand your value for for the customers in this market because it cannot be the same as on your domestic market uh, so it can be different uh, those customers can be different. Uh, depending on your products, services, etc. So th- you need to do this job uh, from the beginning. Otherwise, you can get in trouble. And then, uh, if it comes to partner or distributor, you need to understand uh, at least basics uh, of the value, how you will be able to sell it to them. So what what's the value from from for them from selling your product? And it will be different from from value to to end user. And it is not only price and uh, delivery conditions. Absolutely, yeah? absolutely. And price, uh, price, by the way, it is it is not even part of the value because price means nothing. So, for example, you can have products that costs one hundred dollar or one thousand uh, dollar. It will be important only for the uh, for the question, you know, how how easy it is to sell. So, if mm-hmm. you have products that cost uh, 1000 and the rest of the competitors cost uh, 100 definitely it will be super complicated to sell and partner will ask what's the value why why it is so so expensive or you can have product which uh, cost less and partner understands that they can add something on top and they will be able to compete with with this price so that's that's the that's the discussion mm-hmm. you you might want to have with them Okay, so value for your end customer, uh, and then this understanding uh, who are the players at the market and what are the value that uh, they can get from you. Yeah, 
you know, in terms of partners mm-hmm. that will be a channel to your customer. And then, yeah, how they can, uh, how they can get some margin revenue or so how, how they can get something out of your partnership and how, how, how it's going to look like. Because, for example, they can be selling uh, without margin. You will be just compensating them their, their uh, investment. So mm. it's also, it also <clears throat> the case if you have enough money to, to do this. Mm. You mean by this type of rebates? Yeah? So yeah. if you sold something, then you get some yeah. money on your account. Mm. For example, you, you, don't understand, you understand nothing, but you want to buy their relationship. Buy it if you have money to buy. <laughs> okay, and then uh, probably to understand what uh, can you do to help them to sell your product at the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah so sure. to support their activities with marketing and education and communication and developing the I market as well. I know that Cisco Cisco develops uh, the market uh, from scratch quite a lot. Yeah, this will be part of the value from you to, <clears throat> to the partner, for sure, because they will be asking mm-hmm. you, you know, what what you're gonna do? How you gonna help us? Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great. Thank you, thank you for this deep dive into uh, channel sales um, process. Yeah, and thank you very much for for being with us. Thank you. Yeah, bye bye.